Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Amy. And this is Monumental, a small show about the big things God does in the lives of ordinary people. Today we're interviewing Jake Mensel's grandmother, Ruby. We actually interviewed her about a year ago, and this is going to be a little bit longer episode than our regular episodes, but totally going to be worth it. I'm really excited about this episode. It's not very every day you get to hear the life story of an almost 90-year-old woman. That's not the only reason I'm excited about it. She is a truly godly woman, and if you want to be a godly woman, you want to hear her story. Yeah, totally. This is a woman who loves God, who loves people, and has just given herself wholeheartedly to serving others her entire life. And that's what a godly woman is, someone who loves God, who loves people, and is committed to serving others. Yeah. And she gives herself to accepting from God whatever he brings into her life. This is Ruby. My daddy was born in 1900. He was really a great dad to me and all all of us. My dad was a really great guy, and he had a garage. He did everything with cars. He was always sure that we did what we were supposed to, or we heard about it, which was Mm -hmm. all right. But a couple of things I'll tell you that he always made a point to do twice a year at least. He would take us to go down to uh, Boonville. They always Mm -hmm. had a fair every year, and that's the only time he'd ever close the garage down because we'd go there for a a whole day. Right. Mm -hmm. That's something he wanted to do because he was always so busy, and every once in a while that he did, that kind of father that he was. Mm-hmm. I had one sister and one brother. Okay. What number are you in the line of siblings? My sister first, and then my brother, and my mother's. When I got, when I was, my brother was almost two when I was born, and he didn't like me at all. <laughs> My mother said he did not like me at all. But <laughs> later down in life, I'll go into that a little bit later. But okay. he, they were really, really good. When I was 10 years old, I didn't want to do anything except stand around and watch other children play. And so my parents finally took me to the doctor, and they found out that I had uh, rheumatic fever. Anyway, the doctor put me to bed for one year. I had to stay in bed. I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom or anything. My parents had to take care of me for everything, feed me at the, ta- at the bed, pick me up to take me to the bathroom. And my dad would close his business and come and get me and carry me and take me to the doctor every time the doctor wanted to see me. Anyway, and you don't remember much of that? No, not not that part. I don't. I do yeah. remember that I was not allowed to get out of bed at all. I had to stay in bed. <laughs> anyway, it was something that was very deadly. Another boy in our school that had the same thing. Matter of fact, his dad brought him to see me one time, and he was never put to bed like I was. And they later passed away from it. It would be a, it was something that would take your wife away. And then 
I know right when I was getting better, it was around the Easter time because mm. I wouldn't be able to go to Sunday school. And my mother always, dad always got me a new dress for Easter. Someday I said something to mother. I said, well, this is the first time for me, isn't it? And the next thing I knew, I had a new dress hanging on the window or on the wall to show me it was my new dress for Easter, (laughs) whether I could go or not. So that shows you the kind of parents I had, they loving and everything, because that was all. And I have to say my brother and sister as well, because Mm -hmm. they were all right there for me, even though I really didn't notice them at Mm -hmm. that time. They were giving you hope, trying to give you hope. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. They they really were. So I did you ever get up, like if you did have to get up to go to the bathroom or anything like that? Did I remember my mother picking me up and mm. taking me. And as I was, one time when I was getting much better, I mm. remember she did that. And I had developed, I don't know which arm it was in. But one of them wanted to do this all the time. Shake. Mm-hmm. And shake and shake. And I would ask my mother for somebody to come in to see it. I'd ask her to please hold it so mm. nobody could see my arm shake. Oh. Wow, yeah. And then the doctor wanted to see me because he thought I was doing pretty well. Uh-huh. I don't know about that. But anyway, <laughs> my dad had his garage and he didn't take me till late because he had to take care of his garage. Right. Anyway, it was the doctor said he wanted me to come. And so when we went in, some of these things I can remember in my mind, I could just look at you and see exactly right. where I was and, and that. But anyway, I remember my daddy carrying me to the car and putting me in the car, mm-hmm. taking me up. And so whenever was- we got there, the doctor was in his office with the door open so you still were not even walking correct not at that time right so anyway my dad took me in and he put me in this seat over here and then he went over here sat there for a few minutes the doctor talked and he said uh, he called me uh toots i think that's what he called me he (laughs) said toots i want to see you walk over here to me and i did I got up and walked to him, and he said he called me his miracle child. He said he never ever thought I would I would live walk again or live. And so that's amazing. That was a big thing for me to get home. Oh yeah, Daddy did. I think Daddy did carry me in because Mm. I was tired. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. He had me to lay down in the bed for a little while, and when they had got ready for supper. Because they had me in a bed where I could look into the kitchen and mm. see them every time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he had told them, and they were all sitting at the table. My mother and both of them and my dad, all of them sitting there waiting for me to come and walk. They wanted to, you to walk in. And have supper with them. <laughs> and I walked oh. into the uh, kitchen to have my first meal with the oh. table, and oh. everybody was just... Thanking God. Oh, <laughs> of course. That is really I don't know neat. if my brother did that later when I put him in. I just wasn't very mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Not really. Uh, and, but at that moment. Sure. <laughs> the thing of it, uh, with my brother is the fact that 
I had something start with him that maybe wasn't the best thing, but my mother, I did not know this for a long time, but when I was able to go to Sunday school, my mother painted a picture for me that when she, when he, he was going to go with me, first time I was going to go, mm-hmm. and she told, I didn't know what she told him, but <laughs> I had a picture that she had showed me that when he was walking back with me to take mm. care of me, he was holding his hand on my back like this. Oh. And so from then on, there was all mm. things he was always doing for me, and mm. I got a thing about calling him my, uh, okay. Uh, what did you call him? I'll tell you in just a okay. second. <laughs> I tried to quit calling him that. <laughs> I called him my hero. Aww. And so that didn't go over too well later on, but it was just a habit that I always yeah. did. He became your protective he big was, brother. And actually he was because I don't know what all my mother told him at that mm, time, but yeah. he did develop that, and I just started calling him my hero all the time. Aww. I did find out from that, though, that he did still really look out for me. I'm sure. Any yeah. guy that wanted to date me, he wanted to know anything about him, and mm. I know one in particular he told to leave me alone. <laughs> and, Good for him. Yeah. All the uh, that's all that, and but my sister, she was I. I went to be with her when uh, her husband had to go in service when the mm-hmm. war was on, you know. And my dad, mm-hmm. remember him coming in and saying he had uh, come in, and we were had the radio on. He said, "Let's me, let me have that." And he got. He said, well, "Guys, we're in war," mm-hmm. and that's when my sister's husband had to go into. Uh, the service. service. She was expecting a, her first baby Uh-oh. at that time. Wow. And that summer I went up and stayed with her and helped her with taking care of that. And I was staying with her during the summer and helping her with her That's father-in-law nice. because her father-in-law was very unable for some di- different things. And so I went up to stay with her and Whenever she knew she was needing that, we called and got the doctor, and God took them up, and I was standing there beside her when they had, she had her in her bed and got the baby and brought her in. <laughs> well, if we can back up a little bit to you recovering from rheumatic fever, um, um, you were you would have been about 11 or 10 or 11 or something at that point? Yeah, I've been around now 10 or mm-hmm. 10, somewhere along in there. So then yeah. you would have gone back to school and oh, yeah. finished went, up school. I went right back into school mm-hmm. there, and then I finally got a good job. But me, Johnson, had a good shift. I worked on night shift, second shift. But during that time, uh, I had, I liked to read. I always liked to read, and so I'd sit outside and on the porch, little porch there, and read. And that's the first time I ever saw him, except Lee, except that he was across the street, and I seen him get in a car with his buddy sometime, mm-hmm. and didn't think anything about it. He lived in the house across the street from yes. where you lived? Yes. Okay. 
But anyway, uh, I didn't really pay attention to him. <laughs> and that, I was just concerned about going to getting a job, getting going to, to work. work and mm -hmm. everything after school. Well, the really thing is with him was the fact that I had seen him out a couple times with his dad playing with a ball or something. Yeah. But my mother was the one to see him first. Okay. And she, because he would be out there whistling. Oh. And see, I worked on second shift, and he was on a day shift, so I didn't see him Totally missed much. each other. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she said she'd see him out there so much with his dad and whistling, talking about how much he whistled. <laughs> so that one day I was sitting out on the... It was a Saturday, he and his buddy, I mean, they were always together. Sure. They, I was sitting there reading my little book, and they walked in. He asked me if I'd mind to, he'd like to ask me something, so he asked me about a date <laughs> that night. And I said, well, I'll have to ask my mother and see whether or not she needs me for anything, and I'll let you know. At that time, that's when Mother told me she bought him all the time. <laughs> so anyway, I got went to the neighbors and called him and told him that I would. The first thing when he got me to the car, God just told me, this is the man that you'll marry. Wow. <laughs> and I think perhaps, even though he probably didn't think that like I did, I did right. ask him, if he wouldn't mind if I called him Lee. His name is Leroy. You know oh. that, I'm sure. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I asked him if he wouldn't mind if I called him Lee. I said, because my sister, her son, her brother-in-law's name is Leroy. Oh. <laughs> Didn't want to get things confused. We went to a movie. It was always a foursome. Okay. okay. That's, her name was Gloria, and uh, his name was Walt. Okay. So and they were buddies forever. Okay. They were both in the National Guard, both um, but both of them. Everybody worked. I sure. worked, you know. Yeah. We just kept dating it. We started dating in eighteen. I was eighteen and I was twenty I think twenty three when we got married. I'm okay. not sure. Yeah. In that area. The, yeah. About five years or so. Yes, just yeah. about. Yeah. Yes. Okay. His dad died in the interim, which mm, made it more difficult, difficult for us sure. because he had three sisters and his mother. Mm. The one was actually his niece, niece. and okay. the other two were his sisters. His parents had mar had uh, taken care of the little girl that right. needed help. So. Mm -hmm. so, okay, so you dated for five years and then he proposed. And Well, I tell you, that was... A double proposal. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, the the fact of the uh, other couple, they came and told us that they were going to get married. Uh, you're good friends. You've been Gloria and yeah, Walter. Yeah. Gloria, Gloria and Walter. Walter. They right. had decided to get married. Mm -hmm. And so Lee and I were in the car after they left, and Lee was. He just said, I don't see in how we can get married. Mm. He said, because I have my mother to care for and my sisters. Mm. And he said, I just don't see how we can. So 
something I would have never dreamed of. <laughs> I said, what do you want to do? I said, are you just not going to do anything else? And he said, I just can't afford to. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to have to move the way it is. They were going to have to move from the little apartment where they were. They had had to go there after his dad died. So uh, anyway, he said, well, we're going to have to buy a house. And he said, I don't know how we're going to do that. And I said, well, I'll tell you, I got 10, uh, I got, uh, I think I told him I had $1,000 in my savings. And he said, well, that's exactly what I got in mine. And so we decided to get married. <laughs> we both told our parents and that, of course, and my mother and dad were real pleased. I know God. I have always said it was God uh-huh. because the fact that we were able to take the money that we had yeah. and we found this nice little house that we could afford to just put down and make Payments, payments through the on it. farm. Right. And this nice little three-bedroom house right down from the school where his little niece would go. Okay. And his other sister was in high school. And then the other sister who was older, she ran off and got married with the guy she was going with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it left us with... She still came over for help sometimes, but mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. that made us have uh, his sister could have her own bedroom and his mother could have her own bedroom, but her little niece wanted to be with grandma, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Lee and I took the front bedroom, and the night before we got married, and of course I had to sleep on the floor at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a just a funny. Uh, I'm like that. I have to be silly every once in a while so I don't go Go crazy. (laughs) That's good. But anyway, we just work together on getting there, getting things done. And so you said, I'll let's put our money together, buy this house. I'll help you take care of your family. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it was. And I'm I'm telling you how the Lord worked, okay? Please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because everything just worked beautifully for every for everything, and we got yeah. with the you know the other couple, and mm-hmm. we all decided on having a double wedding. Oh, and, how uh, did that happen? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, we were together as couples, just great we were, friends, yeah, and all the time. Well, right. Lee and I hadn't talked about it because we knew we loved each other enough to be married, but we knew. His where he was at too. Right, he had a lot of because he was working at that time. He was working like his about three different places, just mm. trying to keep things Make going. Ends meet. Because having a family, his dad was gone, and right, yeah. So, I I just you know I've said this before, and I I'll say it a thousand times if I have to that God was in control of us. Mm. Because we always asked God everything that we did. We finally got, got, got things done, and uh, Lee's mother wasn't too happy about it because she had, he had the girlfriend he had had before me. She just fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. And I recall this, I know it's, this is behind things, but it still all comes together. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one day Lee wanted to take me over to meet his parents. So he told me afterwards that his dad told his, told his mother that I would be the girl he married. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't happy because mm-hmm. she liked the other girl so well. Aww. But anyway, everything came so much, so beautiful. And uh, got everything together. And uh, one of the girls that I worked with at Mead Johnson's when I first, when she found out I was dating with Lee, Lee was dating. Mm-hmm. She just, she just had a big fun. She said, "That's who gave me my first kiss." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, really?" And she said, <laughs> "She said yes." She said, "I always said I'd be uh, 20 years old before I ever let a guy kiss me." And she said, "My mother had a big party there for us, and." Chris, up for her being that twenty, being twenty, yeah, uh-huh. and so he was invited, and I don't know. And anyway, when it come time for her being kissed, she chose him to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said, she just said, oh, wow. and they An never old did. time version of spin the ball. <laughs> Kiss in the 20s. <laughs> they never did uh, go together. They just were friends. Oh, right. That's so funny. But she picked him yeah, to but give that, it. Whatever. <laughs> that he probably was a wonder. I don't know who, if she chose or she Yeah, how oh, exactly worked out. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I will tell you about, when she found out we were going to get married, uh-huh. she had gotten married just not too awfully long before. But when she found out we were going to get married, we were neither one because of no money. You know, we didn't have to feel like taking money for me getting a dress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she said, Ruby, she said, I want you to have my, all my wedding wedding clothes, everything I got married in. She said, I want you to have it to do so. She said, I want you to use it, please. That's sweet. Because she and I were about the same size. Right. And so she had all that, even the shoes and everything that fit me. So it was just really nice. But we had a really nice wedding, uh, just uh, the two of us, double wedding. And (laughs) uh, we even went on this together to go. Honeymoon? Yes, we Uh did that too. And uh, we got married May the 2nd. And in uh, July on my birthday... He was leaving to go to service. He had been called wow. in. He was in the National Guard, National Guard okay. and he was called in wow. because he had a, he had something that he did. Mm, that they I needed know, him I mean, for. he couldn't tell me what it was, but okay. anyway, something yeah. that he did. Skill he had. He was one that was skilled for what they needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So on my birthday. On your birthday. He, yeah, and right before that, very not too long, I told him, I said, I think I'm pregnant. And he oh. said, he wasn't a bit unhappy he about that. <laughs> I think he was shocked as like I was. But, <laughs> but anyway, it was, neither one of us got upset over it. I mean, sure, you know, yeah. we didn't, it was just part of our love and yep. yeah, love yep. together. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Did you took, know how long he would be gone? He did not know. Okay. No. 
He was so excited about me going to have a child. Mm. He had to go tell all his buddies about us going to have a child. He was so happy <laughs> about it. But the only thing he didn't wasn't happy about was the fact Not that he being, wouldn't be there. Yeah, right. yeah. But he left on my birthday. I, his sister and I became really good close mm. and we walked down at that time we had a train station you know mm-hmm. in Evansville <laughs> <laughs> she and I walked down there to see him off okay and uh, oh. but then after that we just both she was still in school right she was in high and school so she would oh, go right. to school and then the little girl go to school and uh, she yeah. I think she was old enough she could walk down because mm-hmm. it's so close. She's got yeah, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. All of that was just, you know, work and everything and everything working yeah, out all work. right. Yeah. Do you remember much about what you were I'm sorry? Th- do you remember much about what you were thinking at that time when you're I'm pregnant, I have to take care of my mother in law and my niece and my husband's gone and I just got married. Do you remember? No. I I remember just doing, uh, going to work and taking care of the house, and uh, uh, his mother did some of the cooking. Sure. Uh, so How? I decided to, yeah. you know, because her cooking and mine was a little different. <laughs> and uh, How were things between you and your mother-in-law because no when problem she, at all okay no problem because she wasn't too thrilled when she found out you he no. was dating you but then how did things go no, from there after after a while of us being together and league on she just i know how much she loved me because she had told somebody she <laughs> had told somebody i don't remember ask her about me and she said oh i love her mm. and but anyway, she asked me one thing, uh, one time, if I would promise that I wouldn't let them put her in a nursing home. Nursing home. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, I cannot promise you that. We don't know what the Lord's going to have for you. Mm-hmm. And I cannot promise you something that I could not fulfill. Mm-hmm. I said, I just cannot promise you that. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll do everything to help you I can, mm-hmm. but I will not promise mm-hmm. you that. And I think from that time on, she was, she didn't ever ask again. And when, I don't recall how many years we'd been married yet. But anyway, she mm-hmm. had, one day she'd had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, those things lead. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have another one until quite a while later. Mm-hmm. And then but when she did, from that time on, the strokes took her. I mean, mm-hmm. she just had them. Mm-hmm. She had several, and they tried to get her on her feet. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't. And they said they were going to have to put her in a nursing home that she mm-hmm. just, they just couldn't keep her like that. And his brother had come up then, Vic, his brother Vic. He and his wife had come up, and so that morning we went to breakfast, and we had all around the table, and we prayed that if it be God's will, that he would not allow her to go into a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And so when we got back up to the hospital, they said, 
they weren't going to be able to move her. She was just having one right after the oh, other, wow. and that they couldn't take her out. Mm. And that's where she passed away. Mm. But we just considered that, even though it hurt, mm. it considered that, that it was God's will. Mm-hmm. He didn't let her go where she want, didn't want to go. Right. Yeah. And we know where she went. So mm-hmm. that was good. And then it's just from then on, it was just seems like my dad, my brother, mm-hmm. and different things. And I know I'm going ahead of myself, but do we want to go back? I have to, to do it as it comes. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. Okay. No, <laughs> that, that's fine. Can we back up back to when? Lee had left, and you were pregnant with Karen. Okay. Was he still gone when you had the baby? Yes, he was. Okay. Yes. So tell us about that. One of the first thing I asked the doctor was when he came in, if they called and got if they had called Lee, and they (laughs) said yes, but they had called. Uh (laughs) So anyway, uh, I had to, you know, they took me home and and got me into bed, and it was Valentine's Day. Lee walked in the door and Aww. had a box of candy uh, hand, you know, <laughs> and to meet his daughter. Oh, <laughs> wow. Sweet. But she she was a really good baby. Mm. And uh, Was he able to stay home for a while then? Or? Yeah, I stayed with her aunt, uh, for as long as I could. I had to go back to work. Okay. And but Lee, your husband, was he able to oh, stay yes. home for a oh, while? Oh, yes. He was home for just a few days. Okay. Mm. Yes. Okay. I don't recall how many. Just I had to, I, you know, we just were at home because I couldn't get up and go anyplace at that time. Yeah. You know, at that time they kept you in bed for they quite did. a while. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so, a short visit, really, yeah, where he just got that, to come and meet yeah. his baby and go back. yeah. How remember? old was Karen yeah. when he came home? I can't remember exactly. When he came home, he wanted me to meet him. Uh, I had kept a picture of her dad by her bed. Mm-hmm. And I always showed her every mm-hmm. day, that's your daddy, that's mm-hmm. your daddy. She did not like a man to touch her. See, there <laughs> wasn't a man in the house at all. Oh, right, right, right. Uh-huh. And... Uh, so she was about how old when when he, when okay, he came when home? he got out she was a she was walking okay yeah she was walking I guess she was two and she still didn't like men but anyway I got on the train with her took her up there with me to wherever it was to go pick him up mm-hmm. well that was just fine and when we got there. I I got her out of the train and got down and set her down, and she looked at her, and Lee was there waiting, and he just stooped down and talked to her. Mm. He didn't try to pick her take up her or anything. Yeah. And of course, I had told her, you know, we were going to go see her daddy and talk to her and everything. But when she seen him, she just looked at him. Because he didn't touch her. And so when we got ready to go ahead and go, then I just took care of her. And uh, this couple that he had been with in service, they, he had his, his wife had met him there in a car. So we were going with them, and we was going up into the mountains. 
And so we went up, and she uh, got sick. Mm. Oh, no. And we got her back. She had the chicken pox. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so we had to get some place to yeah. get her. To a doctor. And chicken pox, or I think that's what it was. And anyway, something. she had, she just couldn't be, and we couldn't yeah. do anything yeah. with her. And so we got back, and we had to even, we had to wait to be able to come home until she was not any longer contagious yeah yeah no one yeah could, you know so uh, we got home and then everything from that point it was just wonderful because she had taken up with her daddy and i mean he was everything to her we had a lot of good days so what did life look like for you as a family now after he's back you have karen okay we were doing just fine um I think he had to go back to the... Uh, National Guard. Yeah, and mm-hmm. went back into the National Guard for a while. Okay. And then he decided that he was going to not go anymore. Okay. He resigned. End his term and be yes. done. Yeah. After he got back his and he went back to work, his he got laid off. I mean, they closed down on him, too. Mm-hmm. I knew I was pregnant. I don't recall how long, how far along uh-huh. I was, but I remember that I, everything just wasn't right. Seemed off. Mm-hmm. And uh, so talked to the doctor and went there, and he said that I was going to have to go to bed because you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so he gave me some medication, I guess, but... Uh, the only thing I could do was get up and go to the bathroom. Other night I had to stay on rest. the bed. That's when his place of work they closed down, so mm-hmm. we had no income really coming in. Mm-hmm. I wasn't at work and he wasn't, so he kept going and finding. He has a lot of different places that he worked, mm-hmm. uh, but he all the time. Then he started with the police department because he knew a lot of the guys there and mm-hmm. he got into that and mm-hmm. and he got so we were him sitting there helping me and because I couldn't get up and go and everything only thing I could do was get up and go bathroom he was born and uh I don't recall how long we had to keep him in the hospital and then not too long mm-hmm. Michael we had uh a lot of times that we had a lot of trouble. He had a lot of problems that we had to take him different places mm-hmm. and have different things done for him to help him. Mm-hmm. We made it, you know, the good Lord gives you what you need mm-hmm. when you need it. Uh, then later, as he got on the police department, it was different, you know, different hours and everything, but it just, everything worked yeah. right in one line like it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he came on the police department then, and the kids were starting school, we were both home. I was home, and then he got a lot of different little jobs that he was getting, and uh, I can't recall all of them, but at least he was just working, really working hard. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and his mother was still with you all? Yes. yes. And was anyone else still there? Was the sister or the niece still living with you, or had they grown up by that? We had the one sister, so she graduated. The other little gal, she uh, went to uh, the uh, 
sister that was the older sister, which mm-hmm. was her mother. Right, right. All during this, uh, when Lee was working so much, as soon as uh, we finished all the running we had to do with Michael to help him, mm-hmm. he was just fine. We never had any more problem with him mm-hmm. at all. Anyway, he was. they were both in school, and Dad was still doing all this with work. And uh, one night, they, they were both in bed, and Michael was crying. And I went in there, and I said, uh, what's wrong, son? And he said, I want my daddy. Hmm. So I soothed him and talked to him. And so that night, I stayed up and waited till Lee got home from work. And I told him, I said, I'm going to go out today and look for a job. I told him, about, I said, I can't sit here and him cry over you not being able to be there mm-hmm. for him at all. Mm-hmm. And so I got right, didn't take me any time. I got a job at Consumers National Life Insurance. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly. You know, it's been so long <laughs> since I've done this. But anyway, they had a job open for me, and I went right in and did the job. And I was open. I just worked days when they were in school. Yeah. And he yeah. was home at that time, yeah. and he'd get them home from school. It just worked so beautifully. That's great. It just made us have a happy family, everybody together. Yeah. When and they the kids were in could school. see their dad more. And yeah, <laughs> one of us was there. Of course, Grandma yeah. was still there, right, too. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. They, I worked with them for a long time. They were really good, and I was doing well. So one day they called me to come in his office. After work, he told me that they were going to move, and he wanted me to go with them. And I said, uh, where at? And it was another state. I don't recall mm. what state it was now, but a different state. And mm. I said, I said, I don't think... Uh, I'm going to leave Lee here and do that. And he said, well, he can be a cop down there just as well. And I said, no, I don't think so. I thought, well, I'll just sit home and be some, be home for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, Karen came home from school. She graduated that year from high school. And she said, Mom, she said, the school corporation's got a place. Uh, they want me to, they said something to me. They think I'd like to go do that. And she said, I won't want to do that. So I thought, well, I think I'll go try it. Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> you don't want it, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she kind of pushed me to do oh, that. Oh, did she? Okay. <laughs> she did. I went and had uh, was asked about it, you know, and they had Miss the gal that had the job. I worked for her, and she liked me, and we did well together. And uh, this show, I'm just showing you how God has worked with me in my life. Yeah. Because I put him in everything with that. Yeah. Um, he just always provided the right things yes, for you guys at the right, right time and for what Every, your family needed. Everything. And, yeah. Because it was a job that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to go back to um, some other things about ways that you have cared for people. So jumping forward a little bit, once both your kids are grown up, Michael had two sons, Jake and Matthew, and you cared for them when Michael was going through a divorce. Yes. Would you talk about that? I was his mother. My mother was his mother. Lee would be there when he could. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
in the evenings when Mike would go to work, anytime he had to go to work then, one of us would be there at least. During the day, my mother would have him. I think they fell in love with each other, both of them. (laughs) He loved my mother just as much as I did. (laughs) She was a great mother. Lee and I were both working at that time. And so in between us, when, when he was working, then I was there. Or if we were working the same time, we'd get my grand, my mother Kate right. to take, take care of him. Whenever my mother, the days my mother kept him, either Lee or I, one or the other, would be going to get her, get him during the day. Whichever one of us got out first, because some days Lee would be on night shift a lot then. Right. So if he was on night shift, then he would be the one to During get him and have supper ready when I got home, and then we'd then he'd go on to work, and we'd have uh, we just had it pretty well worked out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could help take them to school and pick them up, and Lee did all of taking them to school, yes, mm-hmm. because he was home in the day. He worked at night, and at days I was working, so he would take them to school and that, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if we got if I got them during the evening, then when he got home from work, then why, you know, he was there with us, and in the morning we just worked together, and Lee would take me to work then, and we till I think we teased him here a while back, Jacob or or both of them maybe, that uh, Lee would always say, well, I'll have to get that get the boys out there. They're still asleep and mm-hmm. so he'd get them out there and just get them all in there and oh they were asleep and we'd get that get about a block away and we'd both hear them both jiggling. jiggling. <laughs> yeah, they weren't really that, sleeping. We did that. We did that. We sure did. <laughs> they was, like to tease, huh? Yeah, that was <laughs> We had a lot of time with the boys, and we're close to both of them. They're just like ours, mm-hmm. our sons. Mm-hmm. Their daddy has been a great dad to them. He was a great son to us, and he's been a great dad to them. I'd put the boys to bed, and then when Mike got off work, he'd come, he'd come in. And, and uh, he'd just come in and get, you know, with there. And it was just we just worked it all out for it. Yeah, they could be with their dad as much as they mm-hmm. could, and we could be with taking care of them. Yeah. And of course, their mother came in every once in a while mm-hmm. during the day for having them for a while. It's just you love them so much, you just want to do for them and have them help them, and mm-hmm. that's what we tried to do. And uh, I think we've been both of them pretty close together, being close to each of us. They're just like sons to us, mm-hmm. more than grandsons. They mm-hmm. are. We know they are grandsons, mm-hmm. but they're just like, you know. Lee had been wanting me to retire so mm-hmm. we could do things because he had already retired everything. Okay. So you uh, worked there several be- years. I had, I can't remember the exact time. It was quite a few the only reason I did retire, though, was because of Lee. Yeah, he wanted he to. He said, you know, mm-hmm. I've been retired now, yeah. and we we want to have some more time together yeah. on that. Yeah. And yeah. So, so he probably mm-hmm. knew some, he probably already knew some things that he probably 
didn't want to talk about or whatever. I don't about his health. Think it was right then that it was, but he well, he was yeah. tired of being by himself and yeah, going sure. back and forth because his mother had passed away uh-huh. by the time I at that time. Okay, okay. And, well, that's something I wanted to come yeah. back to is this yep. sort of theme of your life of caring for other people, you know, from the time that you got married, you know. Actually, and, actually, mm-hmm. I have. I really have, and I've never regretted one iota Mm. of it. Okay, so just to make it clear, by the time Lee's mom died, you had cared for her for over 40 years, along with his sister um, and niece for part of that time. And then you care for Michael's sons, Jake and Matthew, and now you retire so you and Lee can spend more time together, and um, it seems like his health is starting to decline. So what happens next? He had a doctor, Bernie's eyes. He was a great driver. This is another thing he was going through with all the other things. He was having trouble with these eyes, and they kept doing this and doing that. And then the last time he went in there, he said he heard the doctor telling the guy that was holding him that he needed to be different. He needed to be up higher or something. Hmm. They were telling him they kept turning the... They were doing some kind of treatment. To his eyes. Yeah. And it was burning them. Oh, my. And when he made up the last time, the doctor brought it up the next time, he had it over it, and he burned his eyes. Mm. Oh, my word. Oh, my. And so was he completely blind then? No, he was not blind, but it took away a big part of it. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Got afraid to drive, yeah. which mm. understood, and I had sure. never dri- driven like that. I, he usually drove, I'm he sure. He was a great yeah. driver, and every time we'd go someplace, and he'd pick me up from work. Right. He said, time I got to the railroad track, you were already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were taking care of my mother, before she wanted to go live with us, mm. okay, that... He was driving, we had, they had property and a big house, and we were both doing that mowing. I was driving just the regular time, you know, you do mm-hmm. push it and everything, but they had one that, a riding mower. Uh-huh. And when he was driving this mower, mm-hmm. I kept watching him, and he, to me, he kept getting that mower too far down for him to get control of it if he started to go over there. So I didn't say anything to him then, but later on afterwards I talked to him about it, and I said, Lee, I know that you're a great driver, and I said, and you know what's going on with your eyes. And I said, I know I'm not a good driver. I never have been saying that I was. But I said, I know God's going to be with us, and he's going to protect us and take care of us. Something to that effect, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. And he had no problem. He never, ever said a word about me doing so. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think we really should talk to my mother. I said, we just can't do this. I said, I'm going to start driving. I said, we're just going to talk to mother if she won't just go on in this with us. And which was a really a pleasant. See, that's to me. That's just how the Lord works. Mm. Because with her house being there, 
she wanted to be there because that's where my dad died, and she wanted to be there. But yeah. whenever I told her what I felt, she was ready to go with us. Mm. And we had no problem. The first person we called about selling her home, mm-hmm. Lee did not want to sell it mm. because we liked it so much. And it was had so A many wonderful home. Christmases yeah. there so and many everything. Memories. Yeah. And all of our families, because all of our families, it was only home that we ever had that we could all get together. Yeah. And it was hurtful. It was hurtful oh, for sure. all of us. Yeah. Whenever mother, my mother agreed that she would go with us, uh, I didn't know about something because she kind of kept her things. She was always that way, though, and I'm kind of like that, too. I'm not really going to complain unless I think it's really, you know, something. <laughs> but anyway, we were down in Florida. We had, we'd go down there a lot for, for, we started going down there for him to go to the VA down there because they didn't do everything here at that time. Mm. So we took him, that's where we'd go and take him down there. So we were down there in Florida a lot. So we got this little villa. But anyway, uh, Karen, she called and she said, Mother, Dad, Grandma's in the hospital and the doctor wants to talk to you about her. Mm-hmm. So I uh, talked to him and he said, we're going to have to move her to a nursing home. Mm-hmm. He said, there's no way that we can do anything more for her. Mm-hmm. And I, he said, you need to get home. And I said, I'm on my way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Lee and I, I don't know what happened to all the food and stuff. We just... <laughs> Left, got up and left and came yeah. home, came back and uh, got it taken her and she just was so pathetic looking. She just mm-hmm. broke my heart. But anyway, I went to looking for homes and I just didn't like any of them. Mm-hmm. And I finally realized that my sisters, two daughters, were working at the one in Gentryville. Mm-hmm. Okay, they had a home there and both of those girls were working. Mm-hmm. And I wow. said. If I can that's, get her in there, that's where I'll get her. I said, mm-hmm. she's got two granddaughters yeah, here. Yeah, they're there. That if there's anything, <clears throat> they can call me. We'd leave me. I'd go up and see her all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last day we went up there, uh, they said she wasn't feeling very good. They, She always liked you to kiss her. When I got up there, the girl said, Grandma... Well, first off, it was Mother's Day weekend, and Lee and I had gone up and taken her some flowers mm-hmm. and told her, well, we didn't, we wanted to go ahead and tell her, come up and see her before mm-hmm. we see her tomorrow on Valent- on uh, Mother's, Mother's Day. Right. Mm-hmm. They had told me that she didn't want them to touch her and kiss her anymore, and I thought, now that, that is weird. a good yeah. something. Yeah. I knew she wasn't herself. Yeah. yeah. But they told her said if she said if they kissed her, she said it hurt. Mm. So I knew something was really bad going. Yeah. She always called me uh, her big baby, <laughs> and I know when we went in with the with a flower, I said, "You're all your big babies here." And Lee always said something to her. But anyway, from that time on, uh, when I left. She was still awake and seen us, but she just didn't want to talk or anything. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but when we they called me, we didn't just got back to the house, and Karen said uh, we needed to get up there that she wasn't going to live. Mm. So we got Karen and and uh, 
Michael and got him to get up there, and uh, we all stayed all night. And uh, she died on Mother's Day. And on Mother's Day, everybody was saying, Happy Mother's Day. And mm-hmm. the next minute, she was gone. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's just so many good things, you know. Mm-hmm. But So this is about the first time in your married life you didn't have someone other than your husband to care for. And really about the first time that it was just you and Lee. I was just his wife taking care of him at that time. Okay. Now, just so the listeners understand what was going on with Lee, he had diabetes, and I I believe he'd had a stroke. Yes. So you were home to be able to take care of him. Yes. By the time that he had to have me with him constantly, I think all of my family was gone. But I did ask the doctor how long he would give him, Mm. and he said, be about a year. Mm. Okay. And so this is now when you were retired, oh, both yeah, of you. Oh, and yeah, he, I had were, been for a long time. Right, Nothing. Right. I was just him, with him. We just did things together whenever we wanted to uh, yeah. go run, drive over here, drive over there. But then at this time, I was driving him here and there for Doctor, help. Doctor's appointments. And help. So, right. Doctor, help, help, help. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They did help, but for a while, mm-hmm. of course, you know, nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Every night, he wanted me to take him down to McDonald's for breakfast, <laughs> and we'd split a sandwich. We got to where Lee had so much trouble getting in and out of the seat and getting in and out of the car mm-hmm. and all this, because he was using a walker, and mm-hmm. he was having a lot of difficulty walking. Mm-hmm. The day Lee just really had a hard time, and there happened to be some other gentlemen in the in the McDonald's where mm-hmm. we were every day, and he was really they finally I think three of them finally helped to get him into the car, mm-hmm. and he had so much difficulty, and I was watching and just crying. I just could hardly stand how he was having to be. We got home. And I just asked the Lord to help me, and he helped me get him out of the car into mm. the wheelchair. Mm. I finally managed to get him in and got him in his chair. I just kept on doing, and he got to where we, he asked Karen and Mike to get uh, get me some help. He said, okay. I think you need your help. So they did, and they were, one lady was just so great. She, They were all nice. So it's something like a nurse that would come into the home and help you care for yes, him? Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, they were great okay. people. Yeah. And they were just really wonderful. Uh, were there other things that you had to do for him? I mean, because not having his eyesight, you drove for him. He had eyesight, but it wasn't good. Right. It right, wasn't right. great. He was not blind. Right. No. Yeah. Right. Now, we heard that on Sundays when you yeah. guys were in church. Since he couldn't read the no hymnal, no. But what he did you do? Still sing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what did you do to help him? I shut my mouth because I can't carry a tune. <laughs> <laughs> His sister let me know that one day when they were there, and I love to sing, uh-huh. but I. I knew he knew I couldn't carry a tune, but he didn't pay attention to it because he was just great. But so happened I sat next to his sister that day in church, 
and we got through, she said, Ruby, you can't carry a, <laughs> a tune in anything. She said, I don't want to sit next to you again. <laughs> but what did you do for your husband in church so that he could sing? Uh, he just knew if they were if they were the hymnals, we had gone there forever, yeah. honey. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That was the mm-hmm. first thing that uh, when we knew that we were going to have a child, mm-hmm. we were going to be with God. We were going to they were going to learn of God, be taught of God. Yeah, and they did. Mm-hmm. Both of them became Christian in the church, mm-hmm. and he just knew all of the songs. And well, I heard a story. I heard that if you guys came to songs, hymns that he didn't know so well, that you would read the line for him right before it was time to sing it so that he could sing it. Then you'd read of the next one and he could sing now, it that, so that he was able to sing the hymns. I'm not sure if, how that happened. Uh, I don't really recall doing that. Okay. I probably stood with him for him to... But most of them were hymns he knew for the most part. Yeah. I did a lot of things for Lee that I could have that could have hurt me. I would do it again because it was more important to me to help him be at peace when he was in pain. not in pain mm-hmm. and all that. I did not want him to be in pain if I could do anything to help him not be in pain mm-hmm. and help him. So I know I did some physical things that I probably should not. But I don't regret it at all, and I don't think it's held God against me for doing it either. Because <laughs> I can still go, you know, I just... Well, he gave you the strength to be able to do it. Yes, it mm. did. Not everybody would be willing to care for people throughout their lives as much as you have, or as gracefully as you have. You said a little bit ago, you don't have any regrets. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't have any regret at all about any of them. I just, uh, as long as I'm doing what he wants me to do, I want to be mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. on the day when the day comes. If uh, good Lord willing, still this year I'll be 34. I mean, 84. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm 88. I think I'll be 89. Okay, I guess I can learn to add. <laughs> <laughs> I have to act crazy uh. every once in a while. It does me good. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I do. No, no, I no. really do. I just tell the Lord whenever He's ready. There's some things I'd like to do before I go, but if it's not in His will, mm-hmm. then I'd. Mm-hmm. I want his will to be done. Mm-hmm. I know I belong to him. Mm-hmm. I'll go when he wants me to go. Mm-hmm. And when that day comes, I'll be with Lee again and my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a lot of people up there yeah. <laughs> waiting <Sorry>. for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like to help people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... And the other, the other ones, the uh, ones that have been gone, when I feel I didn't do quite like I thought I should. Mm-hmm. I, I know God's, I know I've asked that forgiveness, and I know that, but it still hurts me. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it seems like from your, hearing your story that 
everything that God's presented you with in your life, you've just said, okay, I'll do it. I'll, whatever you have for me, Lord, I'll do it. If you have God, you're going to love God. You're going to love your people. You're going to love everyone that you have. I'm not a, I'm not unhappy. Monumental is hosted by Katie Walker and Amy Molina. It is produced and edited by Katie Walker, and it is executive produced by Nathan Alberson and Jake Mensel. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate and review in the app of your choice. And if you're interested in more great content, including articles and other podcasts, please visit warhornmedia.com.